This is Brian Collins. I'm a uh, former Walt Disney Imagineer, and you're listening to the most wonderful podcast to hit the airwaves, Mousecapades. You're at the right place at the right time. You found the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. It's I hope you enjoy the show. If you're like me, you're going to laugh a lot. We invite you to pull up a chair. Relax and get ready to take a trip to the vacation kingdom of the world. So grab your magic bands and your Mickey ears. Here we go. Because it's time for another episode of the Mousecapades Podcast. It means no worries for the rest of your days. It's our problem-free philosophy. Hakuna Happy Hump Day, everybody. Thanks for bringing us into your home, car, or wherever you may be. This is Nick, and I am joined by Jeremy, and this is episode 453, and we're going to be bringing you the latest news and rumors. But before we begin, I encourage you to check out our friends over at WaltExpress.com. You can join their newsletter to become a Disney expert on deals, tips, and info on all things Disney. So go ahead and check out our friends. They're your friends, too, over at WaltExpress.com. Yo, bro, what is up? Hey, thanks for having me on. I'm, I'm excited to be here tonight. Yeah, me too, man. Called you on a whim, and you were all about it, and so I really do appreciate it. Yeah, anytime. Love it. All right, so let's just start off with the first uh, headliner of the week. You know, um, well, actually, it was last week's headliner. Let's go there, but I do want to bring this up with you because you live in Denver, Colorado. Well, south of Denver, you live in Colorado Springs, and I yep. believe maybe you've ridden these a time or two, or maybe your wife has as well, but I'm talking about the ski lifts, and so I'm talking about Disney's Skyliner. It officially begins to transport guests on September 29th. I mentioned this last week on our news and rumor segment as well, but I want to get your take on it. So these Skyliners are not air conditioned down in Orlando. And so some people are still struggling over the thought of these things not being um, AC'd, right? And, and really well ventilated. But I wanted to get your perspective. You you, I'm sure, have ridden in a ski lift that has been enclosed there in Colorado. I see I'm building you up. Don't let me down. If you, if you haven't, just lie to me anyway. Been in them. It's, it's okay. Have you, so you've been in an enclosed Skyliner or ski lift in the yeah. summer or in the winter? I've been on both. I've been winter okay. and summer. So. Okay, so let's focus on the summer. Are they air conditioned? No, they're not. Well, out here in Colorado, you know, the altitude, number one, near the mountains and stuff, or you're in the mountains themselves, you don't need it. But, you know, I think it's a valid point where some people are thinking, you know, hey, this is Orlando. Why aren't these going to be air conditioned? How are they ventilated? Now, you know, don't quote me on this, but I thought about a month or two ago, I read that the way that these Skyliners are going to be moving, there's going to be proper ventilation going through. So I personally believe that I, I, that, you know, the, the attendees are going to be quite surprised. I really do. I haven't been on these, but 
not only, you know, they look good, number one, but I think they'll be ventilated. You definitely will be cruising in style. Now, yeah. now the Skyliners are going to hit up Disney's Art of Animation, which was right across the lake from, or I should say pond, really, uh, you know, where you and I stayed at Pop Century. So you can you can throw that into the Art of Animation as well. So AOA and Pop. And it's also going to be going through Disney's Caribbean Beach Resort and Disney's Riviera Resort as well. Oh, alongside with Hollywood Studios. So it's going to connect all these uh, resorts and park together. Mm-hmm. I'm interested in seeing how it's going to minimize or hopefully minimize some of the travel on the bus system, Disney bus transportation, which can get backed up big time, which can get backed up to, you know, anywhere between 20 and 45 minutes. And I've been in those lines and I'm glad Disney's trying something new. Mm -hmm. Do you think this is going to help out? I think so, but you know, you're the expert, but my thought I'm, is... I'm not an expert, buddy. I'm, I'm always learning something. I'm wondering more of, you know, this this new thing that they're going to have. Is it going to back up to where if you took the bus or if you walked over, would it actually be faster? Um, you know, that that's another thought that, you know, I think you might be a lot more, uh, first of all, humid standing and waiting versus going in it. Uh, but... You know, I think it's going to be interesting to see when it opens up and how big the crowds are, how long the line, how 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 fluid they have it moving. But yeah, I'm interested in wheelchair accessibility. How are they going to get wheelchairs in these Skyliners, which they are accessible? Right. I've heard where it's going to be every so often, like like every three or four Skyliners, you'll have you know a handicap accessible Skyliner. And when they get to the station, they kind of swivel and go really, really slow. Sort of like the people mover. You know, the people mm-hmm. mover can slow down or people walk on. Yeah. I've heard it's going to be something similar to that. But I'm, I'm for sure we're going to know on the 29th when it opens. That's when all of our answers, right, our questions will be answered. Uh, but I am curious, you know, how are they going to cool everybody off and, you know, wheelchair accessibility? You know, I, I think I really believe I think all of us will be quite surprised how it will be. I mean, you know, I've been in these ski gondolas and and these small ones up in Jackson Hole, Park City, Utah, as well as here in Colorado, open and enclosed. And honestly, I mean, of course, it's a different, you know, environment where I live. So it's going to be naturally cooled. Uh, last year, July, when my son and I were in the Tetons and we were at the, the ski resort there, uh, this was July of last year. I mean, we had to crack the windows because it was quite warm in an enclosed area. Now, you know, we're at higher elevation, but I think it's I think it's going to work. I, I really do. And it's going to be fun. I, I think it's going to be an enjoyable ride. If we can stay cool enough, I think it's going to be fun flying in the air from stanchion to stanchion. Yes. Mm, I, to me, more importantly, is like, ooh, which character do I get? <laughs> oh yeah! Oh yeah! Of course, on the outside, which which Skyliner are you going to get with the characters? Oh, oh, oh which one am I going to get? It's well, the same thing with the bus, you know. Won't be able to see them, but you're going to be in it. But you know, yeah, right. <laughs> All right, let's talk about something that also that happened a week ago and a little over a week ago. That fight over at Disneyland's Toontown. Oh my! Yeah, yeah. You saw that? I sent it to you. Boy, oh boy, that was like an intense fight. I don't think I've ever seen such a family feud. Right. It, it, that was quite, you know, that was sad to see. Uh, unfortunately, you know, I, I didn't like watching it, but my eyes were glued to it. 
And it was interesting to see how not only the crowd reacted, but uh, how Disney employees reacted. That janitor, as you look in that video, I know you've talked about this in the past, but um, the janitor tried as much as he could. But uh, it, it was quite odd to see the delay in the response, you know, the response to from Disney Park staff, uh, the security on that. They're not janitors. They're cast members. Cast members. I Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me read the article, too. Okay, so here's the update. Following a fight in Mickey's Toontown that was caught on camera, Orange County District Attorney's Office has said that they have filed both felony and misdemeanor charges against several people involved in the incident. In a statement, District Attorney Todd Spitzer said the Orange County District Attorney's Office does not tolerate domestic violence or child endangerment anywhere. Avery Desmond... Edwin Robinson, 35, is being charged with five felonies and nine misdemeanors. Robinson alleged allegedly attacked his sister, brother-in-law, and girlfriend, plus endangered his own child and three other children. Authorities also say that Robinson threatened to kill members of his own family. That's crazy. Yeah, it is. He faces charges for assaulting a Disneyland cast member. So there you go, Jeremy. With mm-hmm. his car after being escorted out of the park. Wow. Okay, so so this is different. So he used his car. And wow. Plus several other charges, including domestic battery with corporal injury, felony assault with force likely to produce great bodily injury, felony assault with a deadly weapon. Oh my gosh. Two counts of making criminal threats and five misdemeanor counts of battery, four misdemeanor counts of child abuse and endangerment. Man, they're really sticking it to him. Robinson yep. could face over seven years in prison if convicted of all charges. His sister, Andrea Nicole Robinson, 40, is believed charged with four misdemeanor charges of battery and one count of misdemeanor assault. She allegedly attacked another brother and his girlfriend. She could face two and a half years in jail if convicted. Husband Damon, um, let's see, Damon uh, Petrie or Petray, 44, faces one count of battery for punching the girlfriend of his wife's brother. He could face six months in jail. And it goes on to say that Disneyland has not yet commented on the charges. This is insane. Like, that is intense. It is. It. I was, you know, it sounds like there were, you know, of course, watching that video, there were some other external issues prior to, you know, coming into the park. But I guess. Oh, there, oh, there was? Well, I mean, seeing something like that, you you start assuming. Of, oh, sure. You know, some other domestic issues that have happened in the past, and you know, I guess it's not the happiest place in the world for everyone. And <laughs> but you know, I, I I feel bad for everyone, even even the the families that had to see that. Yes, I know, right? Everyone mm-hmm. everyone involved. You know, all of in inside of me wants to go over there and intervene, but I know that that guy was three times my size but um you know what what do you do in those situations it's it's right in today's world everybody's so sensitive and everybody gets sued for everything you know stephanie and i talked about last week with all the bystanders you know and you know being a school teacher and in the military myself served over 20 years you go through and you you too you served Mm -hmm. what six years in the navy Mm -hmm. so you go. You went through bystander training, right? Yeah. So you, you stand here. You have a lot of bystanders. Everyone's doing what they know they're not supposed to do, except for a couple people intervened. But also, you got to think about: Are you going to get sued by someone? 
for right. grabbing a hold. Or if you take that person's daughter and put them off to the curb, are you going to get sued for, you know, you know what I'm saying? Right. As well as if I'm there with my family and the safety of my family, if I intervene now, right. all instincts, I, I you know, I want to blaze in there and intervene and protect, especially when you, the family. It's just, yeah, that was a sad incident. And unfortunately, in today's world with, with social media, it, everyone sees that. Okay, Jeremy, there's another incident that I would like to talk about, and it's the incident over at Disney's Hollywood Studios talking about Tower of Terror. And we had an individual that punched a cast member in the face wow. while this cast member was operating. I, I wasn't operating the ride. I believe it was near the stanchion where you scan for the fast pass. This guest did not have a fast pass. Long story short, got very upset and ends up punching this cast member in the face because this cast member wouldn't let this guest through. Yeah. Looks like we have a trend going on here. <laughs> we do. First over on the East Coast, now or on the West Coast, now on the East Coast. Yep. So yeah, I read about that yesterday where that where that one uh, she punched a, it was a female cast member I believe and then after she she hit her she started pressing all the buttons to the tower of terror yes you, yes yeah. That, yeah that's what happened jeremy people are crazy yeah hey come on you know i you know i can understand the heat it being impatient but come on let let's Let's think about things and and know why we're there. You know, I mean, you're starting to hear stories like this time and time again, even more. You know, year after year, and it just seems like I'm telling you, people are getting crazier. Yep. At the parks, I mean, you have people. I mean, what was a couple of years ago? There was a major fight at Test Track. You had that incident oh, where that person right. brought brought a gun to the park. The you had. Right. I mean, you have these two instances. I mean, all this has happened within the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. It, people are crazy. Yeah, unfortunately. And then it's just, yeah, you know, I have no answer to it, but there's all these whys. But unfortunately, you have those individuals that just, you know, things get to them too much and, and they just don't care about others. Coping skills, man. Coping skills. So let's move, let's move over to pass holder preview dates. And so pass holder preview dates were finally announced for star Wars galaxy edge over at Disney's Hollywood studios there in Orlando at Disney world. Disney finally confirmed. And, and that dropped yesterday uh, that there is a window now for the annual pass holder preview for star Wars galaxy edge. That's going to be held August 17th, through the 21st and uh you must have a platinum platinum plus or premier pass holder to attend this event did they did they mention if it's going to be um intermittent times or do they allow so many in or how does that look for the those pass holders all right so so here it goes you're going to receive an email and so i was talking with uh, and and travis um he listens to the podcast and he's probably listening right now i was talking to travis yesterday and he basically said he called disney twice he called them twice and and i I hope he doesn't mind that i'm talking about his his story here but what he was telling me you know he's like hey how's this gonna work you know for pass holders and disney told him you're gonna receive an email he Mm. was at first told that the email went out he called back later on he was told that the email had not gone out i quickly was searching on my phone as he was talking to me and I couldn't find an email, so I'm, it's going to be based email based. You're going to receive an email, and then you have to register. So when you register for the passholder preview, you'll have an opportunity to. It goes on to say here to live your Star Wars adventure in a galaxy far, far away. 
Set your coordinates for the planet Batu, a mysterious outpost on thriving port that's sure to summon your senses to feel like, uh, excuse me, senses lifelike, like you've never felt before. Excuse me, I can't even talk, but I think this is really neat, man. Go ahead and get on Star Tours and then head over to Batu. You kind of travel there. I think it's going to be awesome. I think so too. I'm, you know, I'm assuming they're going to have everything open. Well, not everything open. I know there's a time frame for right. certain attractions that they have over in Batu, but I'm wondering, um, if there's certain limitations, I wonder if those early, uh, you know, the the premiere, if they're going to be able to purchase certain items, because uh, I know over at Disneyland uh, they were able to, you know, pick up the the, the lightsabers, the kyber crystals, you name it, um, you know, before the rest of us. So you're gen- like, so, so you're, you're you're right on. You're you're spot on. You're also going to have to register for additional experiences throughout the land as well. And so I'm talking, you know, your Oga's Cantina, Savi's Workshop, you know, to build that lightsaber. So you have to register for that as well. Right, right. You do. I I forgot about that. Um, I'm interested in seeing how well, and I I think they'll do a really good job. It it appeared from what I was watching that they did a really good job for handling those early days over in Disneyland. So, you know, it, it was a good test run. And I think, you know, Disney World is going to be, or Hollywood Studios, is they're going to be on top of this. And I'm just interested in seeing the capacity and how well it flows and the reviews that come back. So so over at Disneyland, they had low attendance, lower than expected. And there's multiple factors mm-hmm. that play because of that. Uh, blackout dates for AP, pricing, mm. and so on, which we'll get into later on in this episode. Because I, you know, I've been talking about how Disney's been pricing out the middle class. I'm going to tie that into the low record number of tenants over there at Star Wars Galaxy Edge of Disneyland. Not that it flopped mm. by any means. I'm not saying that. It's just it was drastically lower than Disney anticipated. I really don't think we're going to see that at Disney World. We may a little bit to a little extent, but I don't think we're going to see it over at Disney World because Disney is a place where you vacation. You know, you and I have talked about this. Right. You're right. I agree. You know, over at Disneyland, and I've been there, we have family that live, well, they've all moved out of California, like taxes have gone up and everything else, like everything out there. So they've kind of just moved out, but it's like a, it's like. Yeah, and don't don't take this the wrong way if you're listening or for all my listeners, but it's like going to a Six Flags for us here, right? For them, I think it's the same. It's like going to an amusement park. It's not going to a destination, a, exactly a vacation destination like it is over at Disney World. And I hope I'm making sense. Can I talk about the registration real quick? Over, can I go back? Is that yeah. cool? All right, because it gives some important details and information about the registration, and you were asking. So, advanced registration is required. We've already talked about this. You have to have that annual pass. Reservations for pass holder preview are only available to, and we said Platinum, Platinum Plus, yada, yada, and Premier Pass holders. It goes on to say these reservations are limited. Limit one reservation per pass holder. Reservations are non-transferable, may not be sold. And I love this part, because in the Star Wars universe, everything's about bartering. It cannot be bartered. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> kind of kind of funny, right? Yeah, that's true. Any, um, re- let's see here. No modifications or reservations. If a pass holder would like to register for a guest to accompany them, that guest must also be a platinum pass holder, or platinum platinum plus, or premier pass holder. Hmm. So, okay. just to give you a, give you a little heads up. Exciting times. It's finally arriving. I, I yeah. So I, I'm really looking forward to this one. I think earlier I kind of 
uh, was a little hard on Disney with, especially with, uh, I think I'm saying it right, Savvy's workshop mm-hmm. with the hilt and the, the lightsabers. I was saying they, they, they're really expensive for $200. They kind of look like plastic, but the reviews I've been reading online since it opened up over at Disneyland has been nothing but amazing reviews that right. they're movie replica prop like lightsabers. There's, there's some really good reviews. If any of your listeners have gone onto YouTube and looked at the reviews, uh, it's, yeah, it, you know, you and I, I think had this discussion or texting back and forth. Most definitely I would do it. If, if it was in my budget, yes, I would do it. Um, the, the innovation that they're using with the Kyber crystals and, and the, the different ways they sound and, and react and interact. Um, I, I just, Looking at those reviews, and I know we can go down a rabbit hole here, but I just wish that experience could be a little bit longer. But I understand they have a lot of guests that need to come through. And the and- crystals are awesome. Sorry yeah. to cut you off. What were you going to say? No, 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 no. You're good. You didn't cut me off. So those Kyber crystals are really cool. That's something they do with their old lightsabers as well. Right there outside the gift shop, right outside Star Tours. Right. Where you could put a Kyber crystal in there, but it really was like a chip. It wasn't a crystal. Right. These are crystal looking Kyber, well, they're Kyber crystals. And they each react differently with each other, and they have different sounds, you know, you name it. And there's some rare ones, if you've seen those uh, videos out there, uh, to find like a black Kyber crystal. And there's like a, a rarity to find these. And Really? Yeah, it's it's some pretty neat stuff. So I encourage uh, you all listening to just go on YouTube and look it up. You'll see some really good online reviews. So I caught, speaking of those Kyber crystals, I caught something online where Disney cast members were kind of putting those in front of the register to display them and people were snagging some of the rare ones because they would put a rare one in front of the register. Did you read the same stuff? Yes, and there's also a way to um, oh, you know, it's been a while since I've watched it but there's a way to find out too and so they were trying to... Um, to find out who ha- who has the Kyber Crystal? Well, who to find a rare one. There was a certain oh, way okay. to figure it out um, and I think they have, you know, now that I bring this up, I don't quite recall, but they've put some security measures here and there to limit that so people weren't just trying to find their certain color. So are these Kyber crystals... Oh, certain ones is what I mean by that. Are they, boxed, are they boxed up? I believe so. I think there's... And there's a wrapper around it. You can you can feel it. It's almost like the little Lego... Okay, so you don't know what color you're getting. I believe so. Well, the rare ones, you don't know. So now okay. we're going to where I... I need to do a little more research on that. So I don't want to. Oh, you're, you're, you're good. All right. So let's talk about some of these discounts that Disney has offered within yep. the last few weeks. Disney just released, you know, save up to 15% at select Disneyland resort hotels. They hmm. also released, and I have my notes here. We have free dining offer returns to Walt Disney world, but it actually is. It's pushed forward. We have September 1st through the 18th, November 17th through the 27th and December 8th through the 23rd. And then we also have some package room only discounts announced as well. So here, here's this one. You can take advantage of the specially priced room and ticket package for less than $2,073, Jeremy and, and listeners. A family of four can enjoy a package that includes a three-night stay in a standard room at Disney's All-Star Resort Hotel and a three-day Walt Disney World Resort theme park uh, base tickets as well on top of that. So, you know, Disney is releasing all these discounts and free dining's back. The dates have been pushed up. There's more of them. I haven't seen so many free dining discounts ever. 
Now, we all know that attendance has been way down this year, not only on the East Coast, but also the West Coast. And even with Star Wars Galaxy Edge opening over on the West Coast, attendance has still been remarkably lower than expected. Now, everybody's wondering when Star Wars Galaxy Edge opens up, are we going to see the same results over there? I think we will, but not to the to the extreme that we have seen over on the West Coast. And we've talked about this. Mm-hmm. So here's my theory, Jeremy. Our listeners have, have heard me speak out the handful of years. Well, shoot, since I've been doing this, Disney is pricing out the middle class. And I really think they are. We have increases over 200, 200 bucks on on pass holders. We have increases in parking, overnight parking and park, you know, in the lots themselves and parking at the at uh, the parks, getting into the parks tickets. I mean, they they've had two price increases this year. They usually have them in early in the year, but this year they've had them throughout the entire year and they do it overnight. When are we going to get to a point where everybody says enough is enough? I think we're getting there and I think we're starting to see this. And I don't feel, this is my own personal opinion. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if Disney cares. I'm not sure if they really understand either. I know it's a business and it's they want to make money. I, you know, you're, the whole comment about the tipping point, maybe, I don't know. Um, but, you know, and no negativity. I mean, Disney produces quality entertainment for the family as well as individual not just families top-notch entertainment uh great attractions great experiences so i feel that oh i I don't really foresee a tipping point but i'm not an expert at this um the the way they're grabbing up different entities uh i mean they own a lot of market share in the entertainment industry now I, I see them going and going and going. Uh, Disney, as much as I love Disney, bottom line, it's a business. It's a, it's a, it's a money machine and they're doing, they know what they're doing. They're doing it well. I personally, my opinion, don't see a tipping point with certain middle class families. I, I, maybe a little bit of dip in, in uh, attendance, but I, I still think people will pay it. Um, I don't see that really affecting, you know, looking at five, 10 years down the road. I still think it will go up and up. Now I, I could be wrong. I'm no, like I said, I'm no expert, but I people will pay it. People want to go. Um, people find ways to go. So yeah, yeah there there are people I've talked to that embrace the price hikes because it lowers it lowers the amount of people in attendance going to the parks. I I totally understand, and you know this is a little squirrel moment. Um, you know my family, we are huge with national parks. Love the national park. Yes, you are. I'll never forget when (laughs) your son, I I took a tiny pebble. Noah, I love you. You rock, dude. This is how, so listeners, they love parks so much. I took a pebble. Where was it from? Uh, Rocky Mountain. Sorry, not Smoky Mountain. Other side of the nation. Rocky Yeah, Yeah, I felt this big. (laughs) This big when I took that little pebble from that You shouldn't be doing that. You know, that's that's not what we do. Uh, We respect the environment like that and what it's there. I'll bring, I'll bring it back out next time I come. Well, let's think of let's okay, let's put it in this perspective. Now we are in a, on a different game here. If everyone that went to Disney World took a piece of of an attraction or a road or a pavement, whatever, the amount of people that come through in a, in a fiscal year, 
it will still deteriorate. It'll deteriorate. But anyway, what I was going to say was it's the same kind of concept in the national parks. You know, there was a lot of controversy last year with increasing a threat of increasing the 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 entrance fee to get into the park. And there was an outcry. You know, the parks are for everyone. And especially in the summertime, they get extremely overcrowded. I was up at Rocky Mountain National Park last Saturday uh, hiking with my son. They still free for military? Yes, if you have your annual pass holder, if you're a disabled veteran, yes. Oh, okay. So I remember I went through, I was, you know. I believe active duty, don't quote me on this, but yes, I believe active duty can get in. What about retired? Uh, you're right. You did. Congrats. No, no. Can, can retired military get a card? I do not remember. And okay. I should, man, good. I'm glad you asked me that because I, I should know that. But anyway, I don't want to. I always get a sidetrack. Go ahead. Well, I don't want to get, but my point is. Uh, the national parks are extremely crowded and I'm happy that families get to go there and experience it as much as I wish I could have it all to myself or to my family. Um, something has to be done. Uh, you know, some national parks have just like how they're doing at Disney with certain amount of people can come in at a certain time. Certain national parks only allow, you can only take a bus in. You can't take your personal vehicle in. So anyway, it's the same kind of concept. Where is that tipping point? Will people still go no matter what? Yes. Will it affect certain you know, class of, of families with their budgets, but of course, all means, but I don't think it will stop Disney and I don't think it will really put a dent in them financially. Um, I, I yeah, there's, there's my point. I'm done. All right. Well, well, there you go. <laughs> uh, okay. So let's talk about new features coming to Mickey's booty parade. Everybody Woo! loves Mickey's not so scary. Halloween. Jeremy, yep. I know you have not had an opportunity to check that out, and I really I, wish I, you were rolling so, with me. I'm huh? sorry. What's through up? Social media I have. I have not firsthand experienced it, only through social media, through the eyes of others. I wish you were rolling with me out in August because yeah. I was, was going to take you there, bro. I'm sorry. It's a, it's you know, a, so I'm trying to I'm trying to lay the, the guilt on thick. I know, but I, I do have a job, and I – I, I, I've been called elsewhere with that job. What's that? What's that? All right. So Mickey, so new features coming to Mickey's Booty You Parade. In addition to several new offerings previously publicized for the 2019 Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, Disney has announced that new friends and floats will be added to Mickey's Booty You Halloween Parade. News to the parade this year will be the Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse donning brand new Halloween costumes. The Haunted Mansion Parade portion will highlight the... Uh, Edition of the Ghost Bride, who will mingle with the ever-present spooks and spirits. A new Tomorrowland addition to the parade will feature the Incredibles and beloved designer Edna Mode, followed by Buzz Lightyear and alien explorers who have set out for a new discovery on a planetary playset float. Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party will be offered on select nights from August 16th to November 1st. And we all know it's a a separate hard-ticket event over at the Magic Kingdom. Pretty cool. They're going to have some of your Pixar characters over there, buddy. Yep. So cool. I wish I could see it, really. Hey, you know, I think you'll need to do a live feed for all of us. Oh, while I'm out there, I most certainly... Yeah, I, sh- I should. I, You know, the last time I was out... Uh, was it last month? Something like that? Y- you know, I've been doing less and less of that stuff. I, I get in that mode where I'm just taking everything in. I used to go there and I used to record everything. I used to broadcast <laughs> and- everything. And I felt like... It's like, so I purposely will not wear my sunglasses in the parks because I feel like I'm not actually there. Is that weird? 
No, I told you, I, you know, when I go backpacking or hiking, I do the same thing. Right, because you want to take it in. Right, and I, as well as you should, as well as you should. All right, so speaking of Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, details are also revealed on the new fireworks show that's coming to Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, which I've been saying that for years, so I'm finally, they, I'm glad they have something. So details of the new show have just been released. It's going to be called, you want to give a shot at it, Jeremy? No, I want to hear it. <laughs> come on now come on now it's going to be called disney's not so spooky spectacular Ooh, that's going to be the name of the new nighttime show <laughs> so it's going to be hosted by none other jack skellington from oh, tim burton's cool. the nightmare before christmas and yeah he comes out during this time and dizzy does a great job on his outfit the brand new show will include state-of-the-art projection effects lasers yeah. It'd be kind always. of cool if it was sharks with lasers. Light, lighting and fireworks. Jack has come to tell a not-so-scary story about how anything can happen on Halloween night. Jack's ghost dog, Zero, then flies off, carrying everyone along on a trick-or-treating adventure where four friends, Mickey, Minnie, Donald, and Goofy, find themselves drawn into a mysterious haunted house. That sounds fun. That yeah, sounds like- it sounds really cool, doesn't it? Yep. Don't know if I would like to see it in August. I'd rather wait, but oh, it's awesome! It's so cool. <laughs> you had something to bring to the table. What did you have, bud? Oh yeah, some exciting news. You know, movement. Let's do a transition here. So, hey, you know what? It's July. Why not talk about Christmas, right? Yeah, hey, let's do it. It's almost here. So today, uh, Disney dropped its 20, 2019 holiday ornament collection. So. I, I have a feeling uh, most families love buying ornaments. Uh, we're one of those families that will go to Hallmark just to peruse what new ornaments are coming out. And especially when you go to the Disney store and you see all their Christmas ornaments, it, they're they're phenomenal. They're they're just they're awesome to collect. Um, now I'm not going to go through all of these because there's uh, there is a lot. Um, I went to um, you know. Uh, to this website, popsugar.com. So I, I want to make sure I call them out. So where I'm getting this information. So this is where I found it, but it's a huge list of their entire ornament collection. And the first one on there is a great one. If I'm holding up to the screen, if you can see it, it's Bo Peep with the sheep and a lamp. Oh, that's awesome. How tall are these? About three, four inches? Uh, it, yes. Uh, now I'm going to jump ahead. The awesome, the I mean, they're all awesome. The one that I want is the Donald Duck because it's a celebration of, of turning eighty five. Oh, you gotta ch- you gotta show me that one. So the Forky, uh, the next one in line is that Forky is sketchbook ornament. So Forky is right there holding the, he's smiling, holding up a uh, pencil there. So they have a lot of the sketchbook ornament series. So there's the Donald Duck. I know your listeners can't see this, but you can go to popsugar.com to see that. That's just a standard Donald Duck with, you know, his name behind him, but it's it's classic. So Jimmy Cricket, Fox and the Hound, Geppetto holding Pinocchio, Dumbo flying under a cloud. There's Carl and Ellie painting on the on the mailbox. And of course, I mean, these are really reasonably priced, 17 to 20 dollars. And, you know, being a sketchbook series, if I don't know if you're familiar with that, uh the, the the artistry that's involved is really really cool. So you know they're not missing details. It's not cheap looking. Uh, this one I thought of you when I saw that. It's got Mickey Mouse as an animator uh, at the drawing board, uh, drawing Dale. <laughs> you th- you thought of me? <laughs> yes. You're 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 much better than I am when it comes to drawing. <laughs> I mean, it goes on and on and on with with the genie with his top hat and cane, 
and Sleeping Beauty, uh, and and there's Woody. You know, it's, tell it's, me, that, tell me, they also have one of the genie with his goofy hat on and the Hawaiian shirt and briefcase. Unfortunately, I did not. Or see I mean, it. suitcase. Sorry. No, oh, I, you know, you showed me one of Forky, and I can't help but every time I see Forky, dude. I think of dollar signs. I think that character was just created to generate money to bring people in. Like, really? Yes, I do. I The more and more I think about Toy Story 4, I know we're going off topic here. The more I kind of get a little cranky that I feel like Pixar just created a cartoon or not, excuse me, an animated film. Thank you. I know. <laughs> I, I saw that look <laughs> to generate to, just to generate money. Well, of course, there's always money involved. Right. But that storyline, it's like Woody believed in for three and three fourths of the film. He was loyal to his owner. And then all of a sudden on a whim, I'm good. Bo Peep's been gone. So what what do you expect? (laughs) I don't know, man. Women have power. That's all I'm going to say. It's crazy. (laughs) And that's that's a good thing. Um, so, you know, what? going back, hey, you know, there's Mickey Mouse ears. What's really cool about these ornaments, they even have Mickey from the Three Musketeers and the Prince and the Pauper. And check this one out. The Dole Whip. They have a oh, Dole. Nice. Yeah. Three Caballeros at all? What's that? Any Three Caballeros? You know what? If they did, I would be buying that. Uh, Sad, I, have, buddy. I have not seen it, uh, to be honest, but I'm not saying, you know, you probably can't find, you know. Why do we? Why do we like that so much? We Is it because up, we grew up watching that VHS tape? Yes, and it's such... Disney did such a great, great thing of bringing Donald Duck with those two characters. And it was a great connection, a great mix. And, and it, yeah, I, and we, we watched it nonstop and we laughed at it and yeah. had a blast and songs and made fun of the of the film here and there. and But yeah. So anyway, that's really cool. So go out and check that out online. Pop sugar has it, but you can probably Google that anywhere else. And um, yeah, you know, we're talking about the spectacular thing coming up and Hey, why not think about Christmas while you're at it? True that. <laughs> Let's go over to some Marvel action here. Let's talk about Avengers Endgame. surpasses avatar to become the top grossing film of all time. And they re-released it to get that. Right, so let's talk about that re-release. When I read this article, I couldn't help it. I didn't get this from anywhere else. I just thought of it. I'm like, bam, it came to me, okay? Do do you smell the irony in this? Because the Avengers themselves couldn't do it the first time. Oh, okay. (laughs) Like, seriously, I thought of that right away. And so, (laughs) do do you sniff the irony on this one? I mean, come on. Yeah. I don't think this is a true... Like, I don't think, I think, I feel like they cheated. I, I, I agree. So Cameron, he put out a t- uh, on, on Twitter today, a congratulations. I don't know if you saw that. No, it was like not. Iron Man suit and some avatar, you know, from, from, uh, oh my, I just went blank. Uh, uh, Pandora from Pandora and said, congratulations. And I'm thinking, you know, I honestly, I'm, I like the avatar stuff at Animal Kingdom, but I'm not a big avatar fan fan of the movie i um, am not but i will sit I back said, and watch it if it's on tv yeah um yeah same here and i'll see the new ones that come out but you know i'm like ah you know james cameron actually to me still holds that record because they re-released it you know and there was speculation back in the day when they're getting ready to re-release it oh they could beat avatar's record they could beat avatar's record 
I will just always hold James Cameron up on a pedestal because he didn't have to do it twice. And Disney did to try to beat him. So if, when I think of the all-time grossing, uh, top grossing film of all time, I honestly am not going to think of Avengers Endgame. I'm going to think of Avatar because Avatar, Avatar cheated in my mind. I mean, excuse me, not Avatar, um, Endgame cheated in my mind. I agree with you on that. I, I really do. And I don't know if people disagree or agree, but yeah, I, yeah, I do too. It's right. the same thing that they do. So yeah. let's go ahead and go on. We have, this is, this is going to be awesome. And I, and I think you'll have some much to say about this with Goofy, Daisy, Duck, Rescue Rangers, and more coming to DuckTales in this whole entire <laughs> universe. I even saw Darkwing Duck in the mix. They, Darkwing Duck's already been on some episodes. So, oh, okay. So I have not caught up on it. Sweet. You've got Don Carnage out there. You have Goslin. You've got Chip and Dale coming. Well, Rescue Rangers coming on. I mean, it, it, it's awesome. It's, they are literally, creating a DuckTales Disney afternoon universe. It's it's phenomenal. From when we were kids, and I really want to see that happen again. It Now, they're they're creating this universe, and I, I think the sky's the limit with Disney Plus coming out. Can't they're, wait. Cannot wait. Yep, you pu- double fist pump. Yep, you're right about that. So, um, you know, I lost my train of thought because I get excited about I'm it. I'm so but- excited about it. I know, right? I mean, you've got the three Caballeros coming. I mean, I mean, there's so much that's going on. But going back to DuckTales, their writers, the, the art direction, they're doing such a phenomenal job and getting in depth with the stories and following to Don Rosa and Carl Banks of the original artists of, of Uncle Scrooge and, and, you know, Donald Duck. It's phenomenal. And this Disney afternoon that they're incorporating with it, I know I'm stealing your lines here, but it, there's no words. I can't wait. I great show but i really hope they just put the icing on the cake and come out with gummy bears oh that'd be awesome you know they never finish gummy bears actually there's a lot of uh unfinished business there you go <laughs> they need to finish that so here's the last story that i want to bring up and that's darth vader meet and greet returning to star wars launch bay on august 29th and if you remember back in uh what was it back in february of 2016 Darth Vader was replaced by Kylo yes. Ren, so he's finally coming back. I myself have not had an opportunity to meet Darth Vader face to face, and I know you and I were very uh, scared—is not the word, but timid, maybe, or just wowed when we met Kylo Ren together. Well, that was a blast. That, that was, was so- awesome. Could you <laughs> imagine meeting Darth Vader? Oh that, yeah, that's our childhood yep. uh, Sith Lord right there. And I think they're doing a, uh, you know, it's a, it's a great idea to bring him back. It's time to bring him back. And is, he a, not, is he a Sith Lord? Is he a Sith? Is he a Sith? Well, he's not considered a Sith. He's just. That came over, you know, Supreme to the Supreme Commander, right? Came over to the side from okay. the Emperor Palpatine. I like the bad side. I like the dark side, dude. Don't you? Kind of do. Mm-hmm. Kind of dig him. I like more of the Batman theory approach. What's that? Where he's, I've never heard Batman of Batman is like good but yet he will break the law to save someone a vigilante yeah i like the batman approach to things so if i was it here we are now talking about this if i was a jedi i would have the the batman alignment uh is what i would would isn't that anakin skywalker himself he just kind of crossed a little too far becomes a little too emotional i think especially when he like slaughtered all the children at the jedi academy kind of went maybe a little too far there at that point yeah, a little too far. Anyway, that's all I got for you. Darth Vader meet and greet returning <laughs> to Star Wars Launch Bay August 29th. Anything you want to say before we sign off, Jer? 
No, hey, and and also I know we didn't touch this, but Lion King. Uh, we're gonna wait till it comes out. Yes, that was on my notes. I totally skipped over it. I'm looking at it right now. It hit a 185 million I, opening weekend it, domestically, and I believe, let's see here, and 200 million. What was it worldwide? Let's see here. We have 531 million worldwide. So, okay, I've been listening to some other podcasts on this. Let's really quick for a couple minutes. Let's just touch this issue. Is there an issue? Is there an issue? Well, with um, I haven't with, seen it yet. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet, but I've seen some from other animators, Disney animator or Pixar animators that posted prior to the launch of the movie this past weekend. Um, you know, the scene side by side of Akuna Matata from the, the 94 version to the, you know, the newer version of watching almost like Animal Planet. The you are immersed into the world of the Lion King. And I think that is absolutely phenomenal. Uh, John did a wonderful, phenomenal job directing it from what it looks like. Uh, the lack of emotion from what I've read or for what I've seen so far, I don't know if that's going to resonate well with me, but you know, is it really a popular movie? You know, I've seen both sides of the coin here, if it's good or bad, but regardless of uh, if it's a flop or not, people are going to go out and pay the money to see a Disney remake. So I am not surprised that it hit 185 million and 200 worldwide. I'm, I'm not surprised. I see it even surpassing that, you know, even higher the second weekend coming up. Um, I, I think it's going to be good. But I don't know if it's going to be great because I'm I guess I'm a purist. I don't know if that's what you want to call it. But uh, I was t- I was listening to uh, John. I can always butcher his last name. Fervo or Fervo. So I heard Fevreau. I, I heard that he's going to re-release it, not twice, but three times to be the all-time grossing film. <laughs> okay. Well, I was listening to a podcast with him on that, and this is this is amazing. I love the little hidden, you know, Easter eggs in this. So, in the entire movie itself, there is only one quick scene that it's really it's 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 Africa for real. Everything else is CGI. The backgrounds. Really? Yeah. And so he he said, "I'm not going to tell you where it is. See if you can find it." I want to I want to watch the movie now, mainly just see if I can find that because. Just watching on my computer or on the television of an advertisement, that looks like I thought. I thought they were filming in a real location. Well, I w- hopefully with- it stays long enough to where we can recognize that. You know, what I'm saying I hope it's not like a millisecond, and it's like, oh, there it is, and your eye yeah. can't even really even catch it. Yeah. So you know, congrats to Disney on that, the money making machine. Not surprised. I'm not going to put the movie down. I haven't seen it. I'm a Lion King fan. I think it's one of their best ones. Um, animated that is uh traditional animation um but i'm looking forward to it so congrats to that opening box office weekend and i heard mufasa dies in this one. Oh, really yeah hmm. i'm gonna have to wait and see that's, please don't give that's, that's what i that's what i heard anyway all right if you're interested in being a guest in our show have a question or a comment or simply want that free quote don't be bashful get a little dopey with us simply text me at 407-674-0414 email me mousepadespodcast gmail.com or travel at mousepadespodcast.net and as always don't forget to check out our friends over at waltexpress.com join their newsletter to become a Disney expert on deals tips and info on all things Disney yo Jer and Ohana I think it is about that time hey thanks for having me on man you are welcome come on anytime dude peace have a good what were we going to say? Bibbity bobbity? <laughs> Boo, there you go. There. All Signing right. up. All right. <laughs> Have a magical day, my friends.